This programme is sponsored by the Lancastrian Theatre Organ Trust, promoting regular live theatre organ concerts featuring the UK's premier organists at the Theatre Organ Heritage Centre in Eccles and the Stockport Town Hall on the world-famous Wurlitzer Organ. For concert details, visit www.ltot.org.uk. FM and online at oldhamcommunityradio.com and featuring all that's best from the King of Instruments. This is Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstonehall. again and welcome to a special podcast episode of Community Keyboards in which we'll be hearing four young organ scholars from Leeds Cathedral perform a programme of music as part of this year's Leeds International Organ Festival. During the programme I'll be chatting to Christopher Davis, Rachel Mapp, Anthony Beckwith and Christopher Hughes and catch up with the festival's artistic director David Pipe. Well, let's join the audience in Leeds Cathedral for the first young artist, Chris Davis, who's been an organ scholar at Leeds for three years and is also a pianist, harpsichordist and violinist. He plays Bach's Prelude in A minor, followed by Ralph Vaughan Williams' first movement prelude from the Fantasy Quintet.
Rachel Mapp has just completed her first year studying classical piano at Leeds Conservatoire and has been an organ scholar at the city's cathedral since January. Her programme comprises two pieces. Firstly, Louis Vierne's Cathédrale from the Pièce de Fantasie Suite No. 4, Opus 55, followed by Bach's India East Freude.
it's uh, wonderful to be joined on the programme by uh, the recitalists here at, uh, at Leeds Cathedral today. Uh, it's rather odd that we've got two Christophers, so we'll have to say Christopher D and Christopher H, maybe, but we've certainly got Rachel Mapp and Anthony Beckwith, along with Christopher Davis and Christopher Hughes as well. Um, good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, are you breathing a, a collective sigh of relief now, then? Ladies, yes. ladies, ladies first, I think. Rachel. Uh, yes, very much. I'm glad it's over, although I really enjoyed doing it. Because obviously you're no stranger to, to well, none of you are, to, to playing the church organ. You're down in, in Gloucestershire, my dear, and you've played at many, <laughs> many churches in that part of the world. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, I'm not used to playing in a cathedral, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 a strange, it's a strange thing for many, I guess, isn't it? Um, no, who's Anthony? This is Anthony, that's yes. all right. Too. Um, so I guess you've been here the, the longest in terms of sort of relative e- expertise. Would that, would that be right in, the, in this part of the world, Anthony? It doesn't necessarily mean I know any more than anyone else. Oh, but, uh... Very diplomatic <laughs> answer, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I, I've been—I've had the privilege of being part of the diocese since I was that tall. I'm, I'm pointing at a very short height. Uh, it's very good for radio. Yes. That it works well. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, I've been—I've been kind of blessed to be swept up through the singing program, and uh, I had piano lessons whilst I was um, in the choir, and then. Um, uh, one of the staff spotted me playing the piano at, uh, at a choir thing, and uh, I ended. Uh, that ultimately led to an organ scholarship, and I'm here now and lucky enough to be going full time in September. In September, yes, yes. yes you've, uh, that, that, that's a, a great step forward. Oh, looking yes. forward to it. Yeah, wonderful. Um, the two Christophers, um, the organ here sounds. Absolutely magnificent. What, what, what it, what's it like as a player to sit down at such a behemoth? Uh, incredibly annoying. Oh, um, why so? I don't know about you, Mr. Davis. Is, is, but, is um, it kind of because you can hear every? Well, I think I overheard you say every little tall piston creak. And oh, that was like just that. me aggressively kicking the organ console well, every time it changed. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's more that the um, the organ console is right in the middle of the organ, uh, so it sounds very different up there than it does down here. Is there the inevitable delay that you always find on a lot of these instruments? Uh, there is when comparing the newer choir organ, the 2010 organ, with the original Norman and Beard stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, it can be a little bit disorientating from where the players sat. But uh, as far as people sat in the nave listening is concerned, uh, the two actually come together very nicely in the building. Excellent. Well, it's been an absolute joy to listen to you, and I think... It's fair to say that the, the, the future of our kind of music is secure with, with uh, guys like yourselves. So thank you very much for entertaining the, uh, the modest audience. But people are coming out of COVID. But I suppose one final question, really, because maybe it's less so of an issue for, for musicians like yourself, soloists in churches. Because, of course, during the, the lockdown, I guess you were still able to practice because lots of musicians have told me that's the case. Would, would, would you agree, Anthony? Um, yeah, we kind of well apart from in the major lockdowns uh we we have been able have more access to the organs than most people would i i i'd imagine yeah yeah yeah. oh well fingers crossed all stations normal now wonderful yes (laughs) Yes. you drew the short straw there thank you thank you very much indeed wonderful great stuff guys thank you thank you you.
And that was Anthony Beckwith with the Andante, Allegro and Andantino movements of Edward Elgar's Vesper Voluntaries. For his second contribution to the programme, Anthony plays the Toccata Giocosa by Ian Hunt. Fourth Leeds organ scholar is Christopher Hughes, a former Manchester Chetham sixth form student and now in his second year at Leeds University studying music performance. Additionally, he conducts the university's chamber choir as well as playing in the symphonic choir and the symphony and chamber orchestras there. Chris Hughes starts his programme with Herbert Howell's Rhapsody No. 1 in D-flat.
Well, just before we hear Chris play his final piece, Bach's Fugue in F, I caught up with the artistic director of the festival, David Pipe, outside the cathedral. It's a lovely day here in Leeds city centre, uh, and uh, it's great to be here at the Leeds International Organ Festival. The man who puts it all together is David Pipe. David, welcome to the programme. Lovely to talk to you, too kind. It's a, a, a belated <laughs> welcome almost because we were planning to do something like this a couple of years ago and then the dreaded bug arrived. The dreaded Covid and, and everything goes uh, to, and, has and, to stop. And the, the rest is history. <laughs> um, was that a difficult period for you, I guess, as a, as, a, as a musician first and foremost, trying to coordinate everything and not it, being able to? Yeah, it was. I mean, in terms of the day job, um, <laughs> we, we put everything online. So a lot of my work is teaching. So our piano lessons went online. Organ lessons were harder because because churches don't necessarily have Wi-Fi, and, and nor if they do, nor can the microphones on a laptop capture the organ. So our organ students went on to piano lessons as well, and we, we focus on things like keyboard skills. Um, here at Leeds Cathedral, our, all of our choirs went online, so we, we, we actually kept that going pretty well. We had online rehearsals, so it meant that when we eventually came back, we hadn't lost too much ground in terms of vocal technique. The organ festival... Um, in some ways suffered because we had to give up on live concerts but we decided we, we'd do it in a, an online format so a lot of recyclists are very very kind to send in either recordings they've made um, or actually um, specially recorded recitals yeah. so we, we kept them going through the summer we had something every week um, I started a podcast series I remember which, it well. um, hype up, <laughs> which is still, it still limps on we have fun doing it we, we've, every year we've reduced it slightly um, but yeah, we, we made something of the situation. I think it's nice now, and this, this year, really, the first time to be back live all the yeah. way through. I, I'm of that era when um, Manchester, I guess, was one of the first large cities to introduce a, an international organ festival back in those halcyon days. And then it kind of disseminated into all sorts, a bit of a free-for-all with theatre organs and <laughs> electronics. And there's not, nothing at all wrong with that by any stretch of the imagination before listeners start to email or throw tins of tomatoes at me. Um, but you must have been smiling kind of um, sedately behind the scenes when Manchester just stopped doing that per se and, and, and then, of course, Leeds really took off. I've lost track. I think it's our fifth year yeah. of doing this now. Um, I mean, it may not be the fifth live festival, but I think we've been doing it about five years. So we, we took the original organ recital series... Uh, which was just a, a Monday lunchtime, and we, we added things on, so things like master classes, sure. some lectures. Um, we have done come and sing days in the past, um, and I think we, we are lucky. Our friends just around the corner at the town hall have a very big following in terms of audiences, and they've been based here uh, the last season because the town hall obviously is having a lot of renovation work done. There's no organ there now; it's all gone. Um, so they brought their audience here and I think there's only about a month's gap between the two series so I think we probably have enjoyed some of their audiences staying on here to be honest there's a lot of crossover anyway um, but, but we've, we've, yeah, we've had over the last couple of years we've had uh, some very well-known players from around the world um, we had uh, Winfried Bernich from Cologne we've had Thomas Hayward from Melbourne, Australia so uh, I think it is truly an international festival Absolutely uh, and on days like this when you have some kind of homegrown homegrown local talent uh, at the console then it must be it must make you feel extremely proud yeah uh, to be able to present them in this kind of uh, forum oh i feel very proud i mean you know the age range today was i think 19 up to 22 or 23 um and all of them are playing pieces that would grace yeah. any organ recital and actually i think that the four who played today um every one of them had had real maturity and, and strengths of the performance despite the organ in there sounding very nice it's actually quite a difficult place in which to play it's a big acoustic the organ is slightly eccentric it's, it's laid out in a different in a funny way um, so it's not actually that easy to control up in the organ loft and I was sitting right at the back and it, I thought every one of them managed extremely well uh, so yeah very proud you know we, we're lucky here we have four organ scholars most places are lucky if they have one so we, we've got uh, I think a, a very bright future ahead for them all Absolutely. Uh, and the festival runs till July? The... July. So July the 11th. Yes. Um, so we, uh, my co new colleague, David Greeley, who's come to us from Dublin, um, is giving the final recital, playing works by Vidor and Tournemere. Um, so it's the last Monday lunchtime recital. And we've got, uh, got a few other things. We've got a master class with Jane Watts in Huddersfield on the 12th of June. Uh, and Roxana Panufnik is coming to us on the 5th of July to do 
kind of in, uh, we call it in conversation. Yes. But she's going to be interviewed by Philip Moore, who's uh, formerly York Minster, a very famous composer in his own right. So they'll be here at Leeds Cathedral having a I mean, basically an informal chat about <laughs> composition, and we listen on and have some questions and answers at the end. But we've had a few of those in the past. We had uh, Sir James McMillan, we've had Judith Weir, um, and it's a very nice way to, to, to get to hear these composers talk, but in quite an informal setting. Yes. David, lovely to meet you. Thank you ever so much Thank for, for those, uh, those words. And uh, obviously the, the festival is secure. We, we, one hopes that the, it won't be interrupted by other pandemics. No, we hope not. <laughs> we've got players uh, lined up for 2023. Um, we've, we've got uh, someone from America, someone from Denmark. So, again, it is going to be international. Um, and we, as you've heard today, we're lucky. You know, we, we could almost stop the entire festival with our own staff. Yeah. Um, we're very lucky to have that. But it, it's good to, to have some other visitors as well to come and play to us. So, yeah, looking forward to it. 2023, May to July, we'll, we'll be here.
Well-deserved applause for Anthony Beckwith, Christopher Davis, Christopher Hughes and Rachel Mapp, organ scholars at Leeds Cathedral. I hope you've enjoyed this extra podcast community keyboards programme. And from me, Ian Wollstone Home, take care, all the best and bye-bye.